Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Imitation of Christ by Thomas Akempis, Book 1, Chapter 15, on charity as the motive of our actions. Nothing in the world no love of any human creature, ever justifies us in doing what is wrong. But there are times when a man well employed is free to put aside his task or to employ himself better still at the call of another's need. In that case, the good he planned does not come to nothing. It is transformed into something better. The performance of an action is worthless in itself if it is not done out of charity. Charity must be our motive. Then everything we do, however little and insignificant, bears a rich harvest. After all, what God takes into account is not so much the thing we do as the love that went to the doing of it. It was a great thing you did, if great love did it. Well done is greatly done. Act for the public good, not for your own pleasure. Then you act well. But too often the motive we mistake for charity ought rather to be described as a merely human motive. How hard it is to banish those other motives. Natural propensity self-will, the hope of getting something in return, an eye to our advantage. Whereas true charity, charity that goes the whole way, leaves no room for self-seeking. It is God's glory that must have everywhere the preference. A man who has charity of that kind does not envy other people, How should he, when he cares nothing for selfish pleasures? Not for him, the joys that are centered in self, in God, high above all earthly good, he finds his hope of blessedness. How should he think of good as belonging to any human creature? He ascribes the possession of it to God alone, to God the source from which all things flow, the end in which the saints, all of them, attain fruition and repose. Oh, for a spark of real charity. That would be enough to make a man realize the hollowness of all earthly things. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
Sometimes people wonder why St. Therese of Lisieux, the little flower, loved this book so much, why she read it every day, a chapter every day. Well, part of it is because of how practical the teaching is. And also it's because of how it centers everything on charity. St. Therese loved to tell her sisters that they could save souls, they could please God by doing little things out of love. She says, if you pick up a piece of dust, lint from the ground for the love of God, that small thing that means almost nothing in itself, because done, it's done out of charity, can be very pleasing to God. And that quotation from her echoes tonight's reading. Basically, she's quoting tonight's reading. It's not so much the thing we do that God takes into account, but the love that went to the doing of it. It's not so much what we do. It is true it matters what we do. It's not saying, oh, it doesn't matter what you do, just do it out of love. No, he's not saying that. No, there are things that are objectively wrong that can never be done. There is the object of an action, that is the means that we're choosing. And that does matter, especially in certain circumstances. But what matters the most to God is the motive, the end. And the motive that he wants is charity, divine love. Why? Because God is love, St. John says. God is infinite self-giving. The Father eternally gives himself to the Son, and the Son eternally gives himself back to the Father. And from their love, the Holy Spirit springs forth. Their love is fruitful. Love between the Father and the Son, their mutual love, their mutual joy in each other is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is preceding love. And what God in his selfless divine love is, he wants us to enter into. He wants us to become like him, to do things out of love for Jesus Christ. Everything the Father does, everything God the Father is, is in reference to the love of his son. And what pleases God the Father is when he sees that we do things, for the love of his son. So in other words, if there's something we're supposed to do, even if it's picking up a piece of dust, if it's being kind to someone, doing anything, if we're supposed to do it, we realize this is the good thing to do right here and now. And this is what God has put into my path. This is what God wants from me. This is what the Lord has arranged for me to do. And we do it for him. Beautiful. That's what God the Father wants. He wants us to do things for his son's glory. Not for any other motive. So if we give something to someone, if we do something for someone, and then it's not received well, and we become fretful and angry and disappointed, the Holy Spirit's showing us that we weren't really doing it for very much charity. There wasn't much charity behind it. We were somehow seeking self. The fact that we don't get the response we want shows that there's a lack of charity 
Because if we were doing it for true charity, if we were doing it because God wants us to do it, then we wouldn't care so much what the results are, the fruits of it are, the response of other people are. Oh, if we had a spark of this charity, he says, a spark. Because this charity is like a fire. And when this charity touches us, it transforms what it touches. It transforms us into itself. That's what fire does. When fire touches something, it makes the thing it touches hot. And if it's flammable, it becomes inflamed. And when the Holy Spirit himself touches us, what does he leave behind? He leaves this charity, this divine love. And fundamentally, this divine love prefers God to everything else. It's the basic move. It's a preference for God. It prefers to honor God rather than honoring our own feelings and thoughts and wishes. And this is why if someone says, do I love God or not? What's the basic test? The basic, it is not the highest charity, but it's the smallest degree. Do I commit a mortal sin or not? In other words, do I prefer God's commandments in a serious situation over my own will? And if I'm not committing a mortal sin, if I'm in a state of grace, then we can rest assured that we have divine love at the smallest level. But that divine love increases and grows by intensity, like a flame that gets hotter and hotter. And what we want to ask the Lord every day is for that love to increase, for that love to grow, so that everything we do has love as its motive. Whether it's business, whether it's work, whether it's friendship, whether it's family, whether it's studying, to try more and more to do it for God. To do it for the Lord himself, the Lord of glory, Jesus Christ. Come, Holy Spirit. Teach us how to do all things for the love of Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.